Hello and welcome to the Article Marketing Intensive CD Series. My name is Sean Mize, M-I-Z-E, and I am going to be sharing with you through this Article Marketing Intensive CD Series my personal methods of article marketing, article writing, advanced and intense uh, techniques for performing article writing and article marketing in such a way that in the long run it creates the most amount of profits for you. Let me first of all give you my main website address and that is secretsofinternetsuccess.com and there's a dash between each word so secrets-of-internet-success.com again that's secretsofinternetsuccess.com and of course uh, I'm Sean Mize, S-E-A-N and uh, M-I-Z-E. Alright without further ado let us go ahead and get started with this article marketing intensive CD series. First of all, I'm going to give you some background about what we're going to be covering in this CD series. I am obviously going to talk about article marketing, and I'm going to talk about a lot more than just article marketing. I'm going to talk about why article marketing works, why writing articles and submitting them to the main article directories is so powerful for both driving traffic and also for creating credibility and increasing your profit margin in your online business. I'm going to talk about how to write articles. I'm going to talk about how long your articles should be, how to choose your article topics. I'm going to spend a good bit of time on, on keywords, and we're going to talk about more than just keyword optimization, but we're going to really focus on what people want to learn about. Um, we're going to focus on we're going to really focus on how to generate the right kind of traffic and I'm going to teach you again a lot about keywords and I'm going to teach you how that kind of integrates with article writing and article marketing. We're going to uh, talk a good bit about uh, how to come up with uh, good uh, keywords. We're going to look at uh, the kind of the ratio between searches and competition. Uh, we're going to answer a good number of questions. Uh, for example, just, just throwing one question out there that I've been asked a good bit, how much information can I give away without uh, giving away too much? I'm going to specifically go through step-by-step step how to write your articles, uh, writing the beginning of the article, the body of the article, writing a conclusion, and then really my special formula on how to write a bio that creates massive click-throughs. And, of course, writing the bio is one of the big parts to article marketing. If your bio doesn't create clicks, it doesn't matter how many articles that you have out there. I'm also going to talk about how to choose article directories. And there's a number of different strategies for article marketing. And I'm going to teach you how to choose article directories for each one of those, uh, those strategies. Um, I am going to uh, give you some advanced material on how to create lots of articles fast. So that is going to both involve personally doing research and learning how to do research very quickly and crank the articles out quickly. But I'm also going to talk about doing some uh, article rewriting, talk about buying articles, having articles outsourced and written for you, how to use article spinning software, etc., etc. And I am going to spend a good bit of time on that ghostwriting element, having other people write those, uh, those articles for you. I am going to spend a good bit of time talking about and teaching you how article marketing produces profit for you. Traffic alone does not produce profit, but traffic with some combination of some adequate list building to leverage that traffic, along with some products to sell and some conversion strategies is what creates profit. Article marketing in and of itself does not create profit, but it is a powerful facilitator of that profit, and it does a whole lot more than, than just generating traffic. So I am going to spend some time on uh, how and I behind scenes article marketing works. I'm also going to spend some time on this building. I believe that, and my own numbers reflect, that I generate about three times the number of unique visitors from my list per unique visitor from the article than I do from the article. So what, what that means is that if I get one unique visitor from an article, I'm able to leverage that one unique visitor into three, four, five uh, unique hits, and then each one of those hits has a conversion rate that's generally higher than that unique visitor would be at the beginning. If that's a little bit confusing, I'm going to go into some detail on that. I am going to teach you how to build a sales funnel around your article marketing efforts.
Now, let's go ahead and get into this. The first thing I want to do is kind of tell you about me. You know, who am I? What have I done? Why do I have the right to teach auto marketing? When I first got started online in August of 2006, and I had actually been online through the course of that year, uh, really just dabbling. I had a very small number of some affiliate programs, bought a little bit of traffic, kind of dabbled for those first eight, seven months, uh, you know, uh, January through July, kind of dabbled online from January to July, getting a feel for things, kind of getting an idea of what works and what doesn't, perhaps just getting comfortable spending money buying traffic, et cetera, et cetera. However, in August of 2006, I made the decision that I was going to go full-time online, and I had not made a lot of money in the process. Uh, so it wasn't based on the fact that I'd already made a lot of money. I think I had maybe cleared, oh, maybe $300 over the course of January to July. A few affiliate uh, programs that I was kind of sending traffic to and that kind of thing. Nothing that, I mean, my goodness, I don't, I don't know of anybody that can live on uh, $300 for, for seven months. So certainly not anywhere near what would be considered a full-time income at all. And so the idea, though, was that that I had begun to get a complete belief in Internet marketing. And the thing for me was that even though I'd only made a few hundred dollars those for seven months in, in 2006, I realized that people really would open up their wallets. They really would go to a sales page and they really would put their money down. And I really could transfer that money into my bank account. And I'm a big numbers person. I'm a big believer in numbers. And what that means to me is that if I can find a way to make, let's just say, $100 online, and perhaps we can use a $100 ebook as an example. If one person purchases a $100 ebook for me and I'm able to go through the entire transaction, I'm able to, to deliver the product to them, and uh, the merchant account is able to deliver the money to my bank account, and I'm able to, in, right here in Denver, Colorado, I'm able to withdraw that money and go spend it, then I've completed a, you know, I've completed a transaction for, let's just say, $100, and let's not you focus on transaction fees and that kind of thing. Let's just say it's a $100 transaction. It'll make it real easy to work with here. Well, what that tells me is, because I'm a numbers guy, that if I just multiply whatever efforts it took to get that one sale, let's say, for example, I needed 100 visitors to get that one sale for $100, then if I just multiply my efforts, so, for example, instead of getting 100 visitors, I get, uh, let's say, multiply it by 10. Now I get 1,000 visitors then my r rational expectation is that instead of doing one sale for $100, I'll do 10 sales for $100 each for a total of $1,000. And then, of course, I can continue to multiply that, whether it's multiple of three and get to $3,000, or it's a multiple of 10 and get to $10,000. So once I had done a small amount of business online, then I, I really became a, a believer. It was more than a dream for me. I think I've heard one time that, that most people never make their first dollar online. And then out of those people that make their first dollar online, most people never make their first $100 online. And then once you get to the point where you've made that first dollar and then certainly that first $100, you really are able to start leveraging what you've done. You kind of get an idea what doesn't work. You did some things that didn't make you money. And now, obviously, to make that first $100, you have done some things that did make you money. So uh, entering into August of 2006, I was, uh, believe it or not, I was actually on vacation at the time and I was enjoying a vacation. I was uh, down in Florida enjoying a vacation on the beach and I, I just made a decision that I did not want to go back home and work another nine to five job. I did not want to have an alarm clock go off in the morning that told me I had to get up and, and go to work and work from nine to five every single day and receive a constant paycheck or even a commission paycheck. And I've, I've done a lot of commission work over the years, so I'm, I'm comfortable with commission. But uh, still that idea that I had to report to somebody else and uh, perform some number of hours or some number of sales to, to, to get that, uh, that commission check or that salary check at the end of each week. And so I really bought into this dream. I said, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make something happen online. I know that it's possible. 
So let's fast forward that month in the month of August. And actually, if you go to ezinearticles.com, you can actually look up how many articles I wrote that very first month. And keep in mind that I had the experience to already write some of those articles because I had been doing a little bit of work online. And so in your case, you know, you may be niche where you have a lot of experience and you may be able to crank out 100 articles your first month. You may be in a niche where you don't have any experience and, and then maybe you need to add 60 days to the kind of the beginning of your journey to get to where I was in August of 2006 in terms of learning and researching some information and beginning to uh, to write those those articles. So right off the top of my head, I'm not sure that number was. I think though that I wrote about 100 articles that very first month and submitted those to uh, a number of different article uh, directories. And uh, just to give you an idea, and I'm going to talk about this later, but I am going to refer to ezinearticles.com a lot. Uh, there's a few things I like about ezine articles. Number one, they they do have, I don't want to make a blanket statement here, but they have one of the highest page ranks, if not the highest page rank of any legitimate article directory out there that let's just qualify it by saying has more than 100,000 articles online. And they also drive an incredible amount of traffic to the article pages. Uh, primarily, my understanding is that's primarily through search engines. The second thing that I like a lot about eating articles is that they have just incredible tracking. I'm able to look every single day and see how many page views I've had to each one of my articles. I'm able to see how many clicks I get to each one of my articles. And of course, when I combine that with the tracking that I do through my responder service, I'm able to see exactly how many clicks I get from each set of articles that I have out there and how many subscribers that, that I'm able to create. So th those are some of the reasons that I really like easy articles. However, those first few months especially, I submitted to, I believe it was as many as 150 different article directories. And from time to time, I continue to do that. And as I talk about article marketing strategy, I'll explain why I don't submit to all the article directories as much anymore. However, if I were to start a brand new website, which may be where you're at right now, then I would have several articles submitted to a full list of article directories, which would create a lot of, of, of uh, links for me. So in addition to submitting articles to easing articles and to as many as another 150 article directories, I probably tried 20 or 25 different traffic sources. Now, one of the things that was really big for me, and of course, you know, my background really being in, in numbers and being able to study numbers and then also my, my sales background, you know, I, I, having a sales manager, um, numbers are very, very important to me. You know, I, I, I'll take an Excel spreadsheet and study the sales numbers for each one of the salespeople that I might have on, on my staff when I was in sales management. And so I kind of translated that to this and said, hey, I'm going to keep track of everything that I do. And so that's exactly what I did. I kept track of every single thick source. And then I would track, you know, if I got 100 visitors from one traffic source, how many of those became subscribers? And then out of 100 subscribers from each traffic source, how many purchased from me? So without making a long story longer than it, than it needs to be, I realized within probably about 30 days that the primary traffic source for me was the articles that I was writing. I was gaining more subscribers and more sales per subscriber through people who had read one of my articles and come over to my website. After having read one of my articles, then I was receiving from if I remember correctly, all of the other traffic sources combined, and certainly a much higher you know, ratio than any other single traffic source. And at, at that time, probably early September, I simply decided that I would focus all of my efforts, all of my traffic efforts on article marketing. And of course, at the time, I was starting on basically a shoestring. I put uh, very little money into my business at the very beginning. Obviously, if I had, I think I would have grown a lot faster. But I wasn't in a position to pour a lot of money into the business. You know, I bought autoresponder service and I bought web hosting. And because I had made the choice to work uh, full-time online, I had time. I was time-heavy. I had 40, 50 hours per week. And I used those 40 or 50 hours per week to... I used those 40 or 50 hours per week to write articles 
to submit to both ezinearticles.com and a number of other article directories out there. And so each of the next six or eight months, really up until I believe the last month that I submitted, you know, between 100 and 200 articles to ezine articles was the month of uh, June of 2007. So really for the next 10 months, I submitted anywhere from 100 to 200 articles that I had personally written uh, each one of those months to, to ezine articles. And that was the driving force behind my traffic. And my article marketing was the driving force behind anything that I did online. Absolutely anything that I did online, uh, article marketing was the driving force. It was traffic that generated all uh, of the uh, all of the profits that I made online. So what I'd like to do now is address what, what were those profits. And so I think that the easiest way to do this is to go through the first five or six months because I think that those are probably the same months that you'll be attempting to duplicate as you use article marketing in your own funnel. And that is really across the board. If, if you've never used article marketing before, then even if you're doing 10000 or 20000 or $100,000 in business online, the article marketing, if you add in article marketing, you're, you're not going to double those numbers overnight. You're going to be starting from scratch on the article marketing end, and you are going to be building uh, uh, new revenues that would be in addition to 10000 or $100,000 online or, or whatever that number is. And again if, you're, again, if you're starting at zero, then the additional income that you're able to create through article marketing, of course, in your case, would be all of your income. So just to give you an idea, my very first month that, that I really consider myself full-time online was August of 2006. I uh, wrote in the neighborhood of 100 articles and uh, generated uh, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 new subscribers and did $125 in business. And I think that was probably three sales of, of a $42 or $43 um, commission, commissionable affiliate product. The second month online, I wrote another 100, maybe 125 articles the second month online in September of 2006. And in that month, I think I had gotten up to maybe 400 subscribers from articles and generated $250 in revenue. What this was doing for me was it was telling me that, that there was a uh, definite ratio between the number of subscribers that I had put onto into my system and the amount of money that I was able to earn. So for example, if we look at September, if I had 400 subscribers, did uh, $250 in business, then I was looking at 60 cents per subscriber as an example. And that was exciting to me, again, with my background in numbers and being able to study numbers, liking to study numbers. What that told me was that if I had 10,000 subscribers, then at 60 cents per subscriber, I was able to do $6,000 a month in online income. I the other correlation that worked out was the number of articles that I had and then the the uh, business the the amount of volume I was able to do on a monthly basis so for example I, I think I had 225 or 250 articles live at the end of September and generated 250 dollars and what that told me was that at this point and again it was a very short point just two months and but what that told me was that that number right there was approximately $1, $1 per article online per month. And of course, that doesn't sound like a lot of money, but I knew that over time that number continues to grow. For example, if someone, if I have, uh, if, if I earn $1 per, per article online for 24 months, then that article is worth $24. Or if it's 48 months, it's $48. And of course, with just two months, I really wasn't able to put a lot of stock into those numbers. But what was nice about it was that I believed that those were consistent numbers. My third month online, the third month online, I generated, let's see, that was August, September, and then October was the third month online. I actually wrote an ebook that described what I did to create those first four or 500 subscribers. And it basically taught step by step what I had done, what worked, what didn't work what I did to create uh, subscribers. And I'm, I'm just going to kind of divert here a little bit. I, I get this question a lot. Well, you know, I don't have much experience in the niche that I want to create. You know, how can I ever create a product until I have experience? And in my case, 60 days after I was aggressively 
building a list, I had four or five hundred subscribers, and I wrote the, my first book on doing that. And so I think that 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 can be the same thing for you. For example, if you're in a weight loss niche. You know, in those first 60 days, you can learn an awful lot about weight loss. And if you've got some weight to lose yourself, you can go in there and apply some of the things that you're learning. And in the course of perhaps losing 10 pounds or 20 pounds, whatever that number is, you've learned some things. You can tell your story. The same thing if perhaps your niche is dog training. You can a dog, and in 60 days, you've got an idea what works. It doesn't mean you're an expert. And, you know, perhaps you simply don't want to set yourself up as being an expert. And with that first book, I didn't set up myself as being an expert. I set myself up as being someone who had gathered 500 subscribers in the last two months. And and although that's not a huge number, and, you know, it's certainly not the 10,000 subscribers that, I had gained after the first 15 months that I was online, but it was a nice number. It was, you know, an average of 200, and 200 to 250 subscribers per month. And there's a lot of people out, out out there in the online markets that would like to be able to do that. Obviously, that first product wasn't going to sell to somebody who already created 10,000 subscribers per month. But for someone who created zero subscribers per month, then this was certainly something they could learn from. And that third month online, so that was September, October. So October of 2006, I did $900 online. And this was particularly exciting because when I released that product, it was converting it anywhere from 10 to 15%. I was using a sales page template. And so I didn't have any sales page writing of my own. I, I'm not experienced at that or certainly wasn't experienced with that at that time. And it was converting at 10 or 15% to my list. Now, my average affiliate product was converting at 1% or maybe even 1.5%. So what this told me was that when I had my own created product to my list, I would sell 10 times as much product or have 10 times the conversion rate as I would with some affiliate product that theoretically had a, a nice uh, sales page, one that was tested, one that was written by an expert. What this did was it opened the, opened kind of a huge door for me especially in terms of of uh, product creation because I realized I didn't need to rely on other people's products but that I could create my own products and in the course of this CD series and again I realize this is an article marketing intensive CD series but the key here is that the the, the reason, the primary reason you should be using article marketing is to generate higher profits. And one of the keys to generating higher profits is to use article marketing as the initial funnel point to, to make money through an entire system, through an entire funnel. And part of that involves uh, creating products. Unless, and again, I, I don't want to completely write out the affiliate, uh, the affiliate channel. There is a lot of money in affiliate products. However, I would challenge you personally to think about creating your, your own product. In November of 2006, I did uh, $1,600 in, uh, in sales, and oh, probably two-thirds of that was my own product at that point. And then December was kind of a big breakout month for me. I did $3,840. And then in uh, December, I did $5,500. And then over the course of the next year, every single month, I added about $1,000 uh, in income every single month. And I believe first month to break $10,000 was, was in April of, of 2007, which would have been roughly, what, eight months, nine months after, after I got started. So I say that for two reasons. Number one, I want to stress that article marketing is not an end-all and be-all that's going to get you rich in 60 days. I don't buy that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that there's anything legitimate online that starting at, at some some zero point where, where you really don't know what you're doing and, and go in 60 days to making a million dollars a month or anything like that, I don't believe that. I don't buy into it. And I don't believe that, that you should either. But the second thing that I really want you to see here is that within six months, I was up to $5,500 per month. And I don't have the number for February right in front of me, but I want to say it was $6,500 or $7,000. So we're looking at six, seven months, and we're up to five or $6,000 income. And I do believe that that is very realistic. Obviously, if you leverage your the work that you do and you get outsourcing earlier than I did, I did not begin outsourcing I started doing some experimenting with it in February. I might have spent a few hundred bucks in March outsourcing, but I think April was the big month that I really started to outsource, and then I was able to continue to grow. So if you begin to outsource some of your work earlier than I did, then you can perhaps increase 
or, or decrease really, decrease the time frame before you start making real money. So giving you some background on me is designed really to, uh, to kind of defuse that get rich quick idea. I, I certainly don't believe in get rich quick and I don't believe that you should either. And then the second, the second thing is that if you're really willing to work hard within six months, you really can create a, a nice income. Now let's go ahead and, and start talking about article marketing. I'd like to introduce article marketing to you. Just as a definition, my definition of article marketing is writing articles, uh, placing a link back to your own website in that article, and then submitting those articles to the various online article directories. And so the definition of article marketing in really its, its purest and basest form. Now, one of the things, and I am going to teach about this later on in this series, one of the things that's extremely important, or really let's say three of the things, the one thing is, the very first thing is that the article has to be has to have some content, has to answer a question for the reader, have to become engaged. So all of that kind of becomes the first thing. And you've got to answer the question. And then the second thing is you've got to have a, a bio or a resource box that directs people to your website. And the better job you do at getting people from reading the article to to clicking on your website, then obviously the more traffic you're going to create. And then the third thing is learning how to, to uh, convert those visitors into subscribers and, and long-term uh, buyers. So I don't believe that article marketing stands alone. Article marketing in and of itself will not make you any money. It is simply a traffic source, just like uh, pay-per-click is a traffic source. Writing press releases is a traffic source. Buying classified or banner advertising is a traffic source. All of those sources will cost you money. And Un, uh, unless you convert those those visitors into money, then then really you're losing money. One of the nice things about article marketing is if you are starting on a shoestring, you can work practically for free when you get started. You can write all of your own articles, you can submit all of your own articles, and you can do all of that 100% uh, without you know, really paying any fees. Now, you you know, you, you will need to have get web hosting in place and you will need an autoresponder. So, I mean, we, we, we're still looking at some minimal level. And then, of course, education. You, you need to learn how to do these things. And, and really, like I said, if I had spent more time on, on personal education or more money on personal education those first few months, then I probably could have accelerated that, that learning curve. Now, I'd like to talk about an, an idea here. Um, I'd like to kind of introduce the idea that article marketing is, is really more than just a traffic method. Whereas I think that most other forms of traffic, and you know, if we review the ones that we just talked about, say press releases, pay-per-click advertising, banner advertising, classified advertising, any other kind of advertising you buy, whether it's uh, some legal method of renting a list. And now that I bring that up, I do want to say that probably most of the lists out there that you can rent or buy are, are not legal in, in many states with spam, can spam laws and that kind of thing. But assuming that you had a list where you could, you, you could buy access to it. Anyway, you're purchasing traffic. In most cases, you're purchasing traffic. The person comes to your website and that, that's kind of the end of how that traffic helps you. But article marketing is different. And one of the big reasons why article marketing is such different is with article marketing, you have your name on that article and it propagates itself throughout the web. And I will talk about that later and how that process works. But that article propagates itself on the web and you may write one article and find that there's a thousand references online to that particular idea. And of course, your name is going to be attached with that. And this doesn't happen right away. But after you've written tables and then a hundred articles and then a thousand articles, what will happen is that there will be a higher and higher propensity when someone types in whatever your niche is that they're going to read several articles written by you in different areas or different websites. And what happens there is that people begin to look at you as something of an expert, whether you are or you're not. And of course, the long-term idea is that when you get into a niche, as you write and as you learn and as you study that niche, you are going to become an expert. But article marketing lets people see that you're becoming an expert because they're able to read more and more information uh, by you. When they need information about something, they go to the web, they they search for something online, and maybe one out of five times they search for something, your name comes up as having authored some article, they begin to believe that you are an expert. And 
uh, that gives you an added credibility. A lot of times people will not click through from your articles on the very first time that they read one article by you, but perhaps over the course of the month, they read eight articles by you, they try some of the things that you recommend, and they work, and so they get to that eighth or tenth article that they read by you, and they go, wow, this, this guy or this gal must really know what he's talking about. Some of the things that I've tried that he's mentioned or she's mentioned, those things work. I'm going to go ahead and see what his website is all about. And so you, you click over, they click over to that website, and they learn uh, you know, what the next step is, whether that's becoming a subscriber, becoming a paid member, becoming you know, a, a buyer, you know, what that, what, however you have your own website set up. And then on the back end of all this is once someone becomes a subscriber of yours, then maybe they purchase a product or they become a subscriber or they become a, a paid member or a free member or what, however you've got things set up, then perhaps in the future as they're thinking about purchasing higher and higher ticket products from you, they again, they continue to see your name popping up online. And what happens there is there's a huge amount of credibility that's built up. In fact, I've even gotten to the point where sometimes if someone asks me a question in an email, they, they send me a question, say, Sean, I've got a question about XYZ. Can you answer it for me? And most of the time I can answer questions in one or two or three sentences. I'll quickly fire off an email and answer the question. Sometimes they'll ask me something deep. And, you know, it may take five or ten minutes to craft an email, but I know that I've written an article on that. So a lot of times I will just simply find the link in Ezine Articles and send that link out to them. They'll be able to go and, and read that published article, and that creates a lot of credibility. So what happens is with article marketing is you're getting much more than just traffic from your article marketing. You are also getting credibility. You're getting, the long run, I believe you're getting an increased uh, conversion rate. The next thing I'd like to talk about in this particular CD is how important focus is as you are building your business. One of the things that, that I have found that really holds people up, and I see this again and again with my coaching, my personal coaching clients, and you know my group coaching programs, I see this again and again. Someone will, will have been online for a year or two years or five years, and they've literally been involved in you know one project maybe every single month that they've been online. You know, I've talked to people who, you know, they've been online for, a, for one year and they've been involved in 10 different things. They've tried 10 different niches. They've tried 10 different websites. They've tried 10 different schemes. They've tried a number of different things, some of which may not have worked regardless. So, so that's not really the point here. But the idea here is that if, if you were to look at my own kind of income steps, you know, that first month, $125, if I had quit because I only made $125 and jumped onto another idea, then I might have only made $125 on that one. And then every single month, I just keep starting over because I didn't get rich quick. And what happens is at the end of the year, I've got 12 months and they're all beginner months. But in my case, I went on and I had the first and the second month. I did 250 second month. Once again, I could have stopped. I could have said, boy, this isn't working. Let me try something else. And now I'm going to have a collection at the end of the year of a bunch of first and second months, of which are very productive. But because I was able to kind of keep some blinders on, so to speak, in the next few months, that number was able to grow exponentially, 900, 1,600, 40, uh, 58 or 55, 40, each one of those months I was able to almost grow in some exponential fashion, but it only happened after the third or fourth month. And keep in mind that I was working full-time, 40 or 50 hours a week. So in your case, if you're working your internet business 10 hours a week or 15 hours a week, it may take you four times as long to get to that point. The question you have to ask yourself, is it going to be worth it? Well, you have to decide what that income level is that you want to get to. If it's $5,000 or $10,000, ask yourself how long it's going to take, and then ask yourself if it's worth doing the work to get to that point. I can't answer that for you. You know, I can answer for myself personally that when, you know, when I got to the point where I was earning between ten dollars and $15,000 per month, and I was working 100% on my own time, now, again, I was still working 40 hours a week, but I could work that 40 hours any time that I wanted to. I could work it at night, I could work it during the day, I could work it over lunch, I could work it while I was on vacation, I could work those 40 hours any way that I wanted to. I was in complete control. For me, personally, when I got to ten dollars or $15,000, it was certainly worth the journey. And, and of, of course, now I'm continuing to build additional income and additional revenue. 
and it continues to be worth the, the journey, you have to ask that for yourself. You know, if, if you're only going to work this part-time 10 hours a week, it may take you two years to get to $5,000 a month. Is that going to be worth it to you? Uh, I personally think that that would be worth it because once you get to $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month, you really ought to be able to go full-time, tighten up some, some strings if you have to, go full-time. And then now you're putting in that 40 or 50 hours and th that income can grow faster. But I think the, the biggest issue here is focus. You have to be focused. You cannot second guess yourself. Once you make a decision about a niche, assuming you've made a good decision and you're, you're dealing with a niche that has people, and I am going to talk about this in detail later, but assuming that you have come onto a niche that, that has people in it that have questions and other people are selling products. And, and, and that's not always, I want to be careful like, well, by that now, that's not always a requirement that other people are selling products in your niche. You know, if nobody is selling a product in your niche, then there may still be a demand for a product in your niche. There's just no proven demand. Obviously, if someone else is selling something uh, uh, successfully, then now we have what I would call a proven uh, demand. If you get into something where there's there's no proven demand, then there may or may not be demand. And of course, the only way to find that out is to build a list of subscribers, ask the subscribers what they want to, uh, to learn more about, and then create a product along those lines and sell it to them. If a number of subscribers buy it, yeah, there's demand, and and you know if you make one sale per hundred subscribers or whatever the case is, then you know now all you've got to do is is leverage your subscribers, come up with with more subscribers. So again, focus is is extremely important. You you cannot just jump from first month to first month to first month to make money online. You really have to look at at the long run. Now, I've probably spent the bulk of the last uh, thirty or let's see here. Uh, 40 minutes, uh, 40, 36 minutes talking about kind of me, where I've come from, uh, talking about focus for yourself online. What I'm going to do now is transition into articles. And the first question I'm going to kind of ask and answer here is why write articles? So other than looking at my own success and looking at uh, perhaps other people's success, why do we write articles? What's the process by which these these um, these articles create that traffic for us? So first of all, if we go back to that definition of article marketing, article marketing being the process of writing articles, putting a link in the articles to your own website, and then publishing those articles to the directories. So why write articles? How, how does article marketing work? How wh Why does it work? Now what happens is, what the idea here is that, that the search engines are, are kind of out there. They're always looking for, for good content, so to speak. They, they, the search engines earn their living. They generate their revenue by selling advertising off of their search engine pages. Now, in order to be able to sell advertising off of their search engine pages, they, they really have to have something free that will drive people to those search engine pages. And of course, the, the, main, the major search engines that, uh, that drive traffic what they do is they scour the internet constantly using what uh, we commonly refer to as spice. So they're constantly searching the internet and they're constantly looking for fresh content that relates to specific keywords. Now, without going a lot into page or, or, or ranking, uh, uh, you know, how your uh, content, how the content ranks on a specific page in a search engine without going into a lot of the behind the scenes there, the, the basic idea here is that search engines want fresh content, they want a lot of good content, and there's a number of different things that influence where a page shows up. Now, a lot of times, the things that, 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 are, that influence where a page shows up is correlated with the number of links that point to that particular page, and then also the, the ranking status, if, if you may, of the the website itself and one of the things that's correlated with that is the number of web pages now don't take this too far just because one website has a thousand pages and another has 10 doesn't mean the page that that second web or that website that has a thousand pages is going to rank higher in the search engines than the one with 10 but oftentimes that's the case and so the idea here is if you write articles and, uh, and submit them to these uh, article directories that may have anywhere from 10,000 to 100,000 to nearly a million uh, pages, 
in addition to things like uh, uh, ranking, uh, uh, keyword ranking, et cetera, et cetera, there's a lot of things that play in. Your article on the article directories has a higher chance of getting ranked in the search engines for a particular keyword than it does on your own website in most cases. Now, obviously, if you've had a website for five years and you've done a good job of optimizing your content, then your website itself may be able to kind of be its own article directory, so to speak, not necessarily accepting articles from other people, but accepting your own articles and 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 gaining ranking and, uh, and gaining traffic through that. For most people, especially if you're listening to, to, to this CD, you know, my guess is that most of you are at a point where you are not getting that natural search engine traffic and you need more traffic. And so by submitting these articles to the article directories, they are able to put the articles on pages and, and drive traffic to them via the search engines that are, again, constantly looking for content. Now, what's it for the article directory? The article directory, of course, you know, they, they're also in it for the profit potential, which is why I imagine most of you listening to this CD right now are in this, you know, unless you're in some type of a nonprofit or charity organization where, where you're kind of giving back. But in some way, that's even a profit. You know, in, in your case, it's not a monetary profit. In your case, it may be the profit that's involved in, you know, helping to feed poor people or the, the profit that's involved, the, the non-monetary profit that is involved in, in preventing us from cutting down so many trees that we're no longer able to sustain sustain ourselves you know from an oxygen perspective or global warming or whatever the case is and, and uh, so but assuming that everybody is is in the internet or is on the internet for a profit potential whether it's financial or not then the next question would be how do the article directories profit and most of the article directories the way that they're able to profit is through advertising on those content pages so it's kind of a kind of a two-way uh, exchange you provide the content for those article directories so that they're able to monetize their own pages with advertising many times pay-per-click advertising sometimes affiliate advertising and of course what they give in exchange is they give you a link to your own website so when someone reads your article then they click through to to uh, to your website now, if we were to break article marketing or article writing down to, to three core ideas, the first core idea would be that the article itself has to be good information. So, for example, if someone is looking for dog training information online and they type in dog training, for example, and your article comes up in, say, the top ten in a search engine, and they go to your article and they're anticipating to read about dog training, let's just assume that your article was uh, entitled dog training for small dogs and I don't know anything about dog training for small dogs it's not one of my niches to the best of my knowledge this time I don't have any clients that uh, have uh, dog training that are in the dog training niche so I believe that anything I say here doesn't uh, kind of violate anybody's privacy at all I'm just creating this right off the top of my head but let's say we have dog training for small dogs and that's the title now we have to assume that if someone clicks into dog training and then they see your article and it's titled dog training for small dogs and they see that in the search engine and they click on that title dog training for small dogs then that's the information they're looking for they're looking for information about dog training for small dogs your your article should not be about dog training for small medium and large dogs it should only be about dog training for small dogs and it needs to do a good job of giving some basic information about dog training for small dogs now if you were to write a more targeted article for example potty training for small dogs or feeding for small dogs or uh, some very targeted area of obedience for small dogs then your article again has to become that much more tightly niched it has to be very tightly targeted now, if you do a good job of writing that article so that the person reads all the way through the article, they're able to gain some information from the article, and they're able to gain pertinent information to themselves, something that to relate to what they were actually uh, searching for, then now you have some kind of a chance that this person might want more information. At this point, the second part of article marketing is going to kind of jump in, and that's your bio. 
I am going to teach you in this series how to write a strong bio. A strong bio being defined as a bio or, a re, or author's resource box that will compel the person that's reading the article or some higher percentage of people reading your article versus someone else's who will click through to your website. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that now because I do cover bios in depth later on in this series. Now, the third thing that occurs with article marketing is that this person gets to your uh, website. Now, as you should know in my own model, what I call my cash flow business model, that first point of contact that someone has with me on my own website is what I call a squeeze page and what many others call a squeeze page also. And a squeeze page being by my personal definition and probably being very similar to many other definitions out there for squeeze page is a web page that has as its only function the opting in of subscribers to your email list. Now, just as a side note, my squeeze pages, I do not like to put any other outgoing links. I like to make it impossible to get any more information from me without giving me your name and email address. And, of course, the logic behind this is I'm looking for qualified people online. I'm not looking for, uh, frankly, I'm not looking for freebie seekers. And I don't have any problem with people taking my free products and certainly not paying for them. They're free products. But I'm really kind of weeding out the people who will never, ever, ever buy anything from me. So what I'm doing is I'm requesting their name and email address. And what, what many of us have found, certainly what, what I believe to be true, maybe, maybe we haven't always found it through strict testing, but what I believe is true is that if there's not enough of a trust after reading one or two or five of your articles to give you their name and email address, they probably don't have the, uh, the trust to give you their credit card number and make a purchase with you. And so what this means to me is that I don't, I personally don't believe I lose anything by not allowing people to get information from me until they've given me their name and email address. And of course, the advantage is once I have their name and email address, I can begin to communicate with them and, and, uh, and, and build a list with them or build a relationship with them. And of course, the back end of that is once they're on my list, I can begin to find out what they need, what their interests are, and what I can do to help meet their needs. And of course, the idea that they should, they'll eventually uh, purchase uh, product products from me. So that's kind of a wrap up of article marketing works, why it works, you know, why the article directories are willing to to send traffic to you. Of course, that's in exchange for you allowing them to have content on their sites. And then this idea that your article has to be exciting, it has to answer and meet needs. The second idea there being that the bio has to, or author resource box, has to be something that grabs the person and compels them to go to your website. And then the third uh, part of all of this is you really have to monetize things on the back end. Article marketing alone is simply a traffic strategy. And of course, it adds very nicely to credibility and your expert status and, and that kind of thing. But, but really, the article marketing in and of itself does not create revenues but it is kind of the beginning point sort of as you drive your car the fuel that goes into your car although the fuel itself does not turn the engine and the fuel itself does not get you to 80 miles an hour without the fuel you wouldn't get to 80 miles an hour and your engine wouldn't wouldn't turn let's go on now to strategies of article marketing now I boil down my strategies of article marketing to two primary strategies. And, and as you listen to this CD series and, and as I discuss this, you may see that there's some kind of sub-strategies with article marketing. There's a lot of advanced, intense things that I do in article marketing. But what I have found are, are two of the most basis or, or the most basic strategies of article marketing is uh, number one, article marketing for the purpose of getting direct traffic to your website. And then second, and when I say direct traffic, I mean direct and relatively immediate traffic to your website. And the second strategy with article marketing is uh, getting indirect traffic to your website from the search engines. And this is generally not immediate traffic. This is long-term traffic. And in fact, longer that I continue to earn income online, I begin to believe that that long-term strategy is a longer and longer-term strategy. That, uh, that that really it takes a longer period of time to to make those search engines get to where they are sending uh, you traffic on their own without kind of that intermediary of of the article directory. So now, what I'm going to talk about the two strategies and how we can apply those two strategies. Now it's perfectly 
natural and normal and okay for you to apply both of these strategies simultaneously. And I'm going to give you kind of a formula at the end of talking about this on how to do that. However, it's important that you know what these two strategies are and that you don't work them as just one big giant globular strategy, but that you work them as two strategies. Each one of these two strategies gives you something very specific, one immediate and one long term, and that you're able to measure what that strategy is doing for you so that you can make adjustments to what percentage of your time you put into each strategy. I'm going to talk first about the second strategy, which is creating long-term search engine indirect traffic using uh, the concept of generating inbound links to your website. Probably the first thing that I should do is I begin to talk about what I'm calling the second strategy, because I believe that especially for the short term, it's much less important, is to kind of give you an idea of how your web pages, how others' web pages are ranked in the search engines to be able to uh, get high rankings. For example, top 10 ranking for a particular for a particular keyword. And there are several trademarked names for how this is done. And because they are trademarked, although many uh, people use them loosely, I do not intend to use those words here. But basically what we're talking about is the strategy which the search engines use to determine if your content has perhaps a higher relevance to the person who's searching for content about your particular keyword than someone else's content might have. And there's a number of different ways that the search engines determine your the the relevance perhaps of your particular web page and because there are millions perhaps billions of web pages out there it's impossible of course for the search engines to get this perfect every single time but what they've done they've created some formulas and algorithms that help them best determine what uh, where, where you should be ranking and of course if we were to start at the very beginning, the very simple things that the search engines do, they look for things such as your particular keyword. Let's go back to this dog training keyword idea. And let's just assume that someone is looking for dog training information. And they type in dog training. And assuming that the search engines had no other information to go by, then they might rank your web pages or someone else's web pages uh, according to how that particular uh, keyword is used in the web pages. So for example, if uh, websites, if, if your website talks about dog training and it's pretty thorough talking about dog training and using that particular keyword, then your page would show up at a higher point in the search engine results than someone else's page who did not use that keyword dog training as much. And of course, th this was an, kind of an early way that search engines were able to determine which site uh, would, would rank, say, for example, in number one, so this is the number two spot. Unfortunately, unscrupulous webmasters began to, f to, to realize that they could spam the search engines, put their keyword on their web page, you know, a thousand times, and then get the number one search ranking, regardless of whether they had good content or not. And so the search engines were forced to begin to find new and better, more complex ways to kind of filter out which particular web pages had more relevance. And over time, and I'm not going to go through and give you an example of every single time how people began to spam that, but the idea here is that because of, of uh, webmasters doing what they can to alter the results in the search engine rankings so that it unscrupulously brings their own web page up to a higher point than it should be naturally, uh, uh, the search engines have had to make their algorithms in increasingly more complex. It, at the very beginning, the search engine looks to see if your web page uses your keyword, if your keyword is perhaps in the title, in some of the headings, in uh, some of your meta tags. And, and if some of these words are you know foreign to you, I am going to discuss uh, all of this and go through this, this CD series. Over time, the search engines began to realize that they, they, could, they simply could not uh, completely control and account for the quality of content based on 
what was actually on the content. And when one of the ideas that the search engines have come up with is an idea of popularity. And this idea of popularity um, kind of stems from the idea that if you perhaps have a website that uh, nobody is linking to, then perhaps there are less people in the World Wide Web, so to speak, who are interested in your website versus a website that might have 100 people that link to it. And obviously the same idea applies to another website that might have a thousand people that link to it. So the idea here is, is, is what's commonly called link popularity. And this idea is that the more inbound links that you have that come to your website, then perhaps the more popular your website is, the more people perhaps that view your website on a regular basis. And there are some traffic uh, methods that search engines are also able to use to determine the popularity of your website. But one of the really big things currently today that helps search engines determine whether or not your website is going to place a have higher ranking for a particular keyword than someone else's is if your particular web page has more inbound links. Now, once again, webmasters have found ways to scam this and be unscrupulous about it. And, and you may, perhaps you've heard of link farms where, you know, as many as 1,000 or 15,000 or 20,000 people, websites will get together and they'll all link to each other's websites so they all look like they have 20,000 inbound links. And so the search engines have, of course, you know, ruled out if they see any kind of link farm uh, type of, of activity where lots of people are linking specifically to each other, kind of a closed environment, then they discount those links. If you just go out there and buy like thousands of links from, you know, thousands of worthless sites, then those links are also going to get discounted. Um, so what, what happens is we're left with what we call, what we would call real genuine content inbound links. And there's several ways to get those inbound links. I'm not going to teach you how to do all of them, but some of those, those ways are to, you can pay for them. Sometimes people who have nicely ranked pages will offer 50 or hundred or $500. They'll offer you to, you know, have a link, a genuine link to your website. Uh, another way that, that works, and, and this actually doesn't cost anything if you do it right, but it is time consuming and it's why I don't do it, is uh, to find other people who have similar websites to yours, offer to put a link to their website if they'll put a link to yours. I don't like this for a couple of reasons. Number one, there is some anecdotal evidence that the search engines don't rate these particular exchange links as highly as they do gen you know, genuine content inbound links. But the second thing is that it's a lot of work to, to find those people that'll, that'll, that'll swap links with you. This is where article marketing comes in. The really nice thing about article marketing is that by submitting articles to 100, 200, even as many as 500 article directories, then every single time one of them publishes your article and puts a link in it to your website, you are getting an inbound link from a genuine content website that from a page on their website that is correlated with the keyword for which you're wanting your page to get ranked. And so what happens is when you submit articles through this article marketing process to the ver various article directories, what happens is your website increases its link popularity in the algorithms and formulas that the, uh, the various search engines uh, use. Now, because this process does take time, because part of that uh, uh, ranking formula has to do with the longevity of your website and also has a lot to do with the content that's on your website and the number of pages, um, that this, this strategy of gaining ranking through these inbound links does take time. However, it's a very, very effective strategy for generating uh, genuine search engine hits but it does take take time and and over time and when I say over time it can be anywhere from one year to five years before you get that significant long-term search engine traffic now you may be thinking well why if strategy number one which I'm going to cover in a moment creates all of this immediate traffic why would I even focus on search engine traffic and the reason why you would want to do that is because depending on your niche and depending on how targeted your particular keyword is, some of your pages can show up in the top 10 rankings. One of my very first websites within, I want to say, 
30 days, but let's say between 30 and 60 days, I was in the number three spot for a very specific targeted keyword that received, I want to say, 12 to 1400 searches per month, and that was strictly through article marketing. It was a small niche. It's a small non-competitive niche. And so really, don't please don't take those numbers and say, boy, I can do the very same thing. In 30 days, I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have a, a keyword that gets 1,200 searches per month, and I'm going to be in the number three spot. Uh, but it, it, it does happen, and I believe that that is why it is well worth it for every single one of your keywords to attempt to get some kind of uh, inbound, inbound linking. It does work. Incidentally, that particular website now is number one in uh, in the Google search engine uh, for for its particular keyword. And there's a number of visitors that are organically created through the search engines that come in every single month. And I haven't done anything with that website in the last year. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So all of that traffic comes from uh, the work that I did using article marketing well over one one year ago. Now, let's get to the number one strategy, and the number one strategy in article marketing is that of gaining direct traffic to your, your website. And the way that you get direct traffic to your website, and when I say direct, I mean immediate traffic directly from the article directories. It comes to your website directly from the article that you've written. And this is works through the method of submitting your articles to a small number of article directories that uh, specifically uh, get a lot of the search engine traffic out there and are very good at sending that traffic to you. Now, Currently, as I record this, the number one website out there is ezinarticles.com in terms of getting traffic to your website in a hurry. Some of the other websites, and, and uh, these websites may become better and better at this over time. They're all good. The websites I'm going to give you right now, they're all good at driving direct traffic. Ezine Articles happens to be better. Search Warp. Com, that's search and then warp, W-A-R-P.com. Go articles, so G-O and then spell out articles.com. Easy articles, and that's E-A-S-Y articles.com. Articles base, B-A-S-E dot com. And well, that gives you five right there. And if you submit to those five, you're, you are definitely going to get traffic from those articles, assuming that it's a well-written article and, there, and there's a, a bio that's compelling, et, et cetera, et cetera. Now, the way that we would work both of these strategies, if, for example, I wanted to maximize my number one strategy, which is that of getting direct traffic, then I would write a large number of articles and submit them to the five directories that I've just given you, easyarticles.com, searchwerp.com, goarticles.com, easyarticles.com, and articlesbase.com. I would submit to each one of those article directories and I would submit a large number of articles. When you ask me, and I do get this question from time to time, how many articles do I need to submit at a minimum? Well, I, I can't tell you how many articles you need to submit at a minimum. It depends on your niche. It depends on you. You know, if you're working 10 hours a week, you're not going to be able to submit as many as I do when I work 40 hours a week. depends on how much money you want to make. The more articles you submit, the more money you're to make if you have everything else in line. I'm assuming that you have your back end in line. You've got some products to sell or some affiliate products, et cetera, et cetera. Just to give you an idea of what I did my first 10 months online, I averaged 150 articles per month to ezinarticles.com and, and, and then some articles to go articles and search warp and, and some of the article directories. And this was all just strategy number one. I'll get to strategy number two here in a moment. Um, after about eight months online, or maybe seven months, I really began to get serious about having articles outsourced. I was continuing to write my own articles, but I was purchasing anywhere from 500 on up to almost 2,000 articles per month and having those articles submitted. Uh, and, and so, you know, when, when someone asks me, you know, what, what's a minimum number, 10 articles, 20 articles a month, you know, really, to me, that's, I don't want to say that's not a legitimate question, but when you're talking about 10 articles a month or 20 articles a month, that's a hard number for me to wrap my mind around because I've submitted anywhere from 100 to 2,000 articles per month, you know, for the first 14 or 15 months that, that I was online. And so 
I am very, very aggressive. That's why I've been able to develop the income that I have through article marketing because, because I am aggressive. So what I, for strategy number one, to wrap this up, uh, strategy number one, submit a lot of articles to a limited number of article directories, preferably the ones that I've just given you. Now, strategy number two, in order to do this strategy well, you only need to submit, for example, one article to say 100 or 150 or even 500 article directories. Now, I say one article loosely. You, you can submit that one article to several different uh, article directories. And for those of you who may be thinking right now about the concept uh, of duplicate content online, I'm not going to cover it right now. I, mean, I do cover it in detail later in this CD series. Uh, but I can confidently say, based on my own results, that you can submit the same article to a number of article directories. And many of those article directories will end up getting good long-term links back to you. And one of the reasons I think that that happens is that, number one, the search engines really aren't great at filtering duplicate content. Uh, number two, most of the article directories, when you submit them, they're going to put other content on the page anyway. They're going to have advertising or have other content. They're going to break your article up and you know, perhaps put some advertising in the middle of it. So really, the search engines don't see that page as being a duplicate content page anyway, even though your words on that page are the same or similar to what they are on somebody else's page. Now, having said that, if you were going to submit to, say, 500 article directories, I would probably recommend you know, maybe writing 10 articles and submitting one article to the first 50 directories on your list, another article to the second 50 directories, etc., etc. Et now, how can these two article marketing strategies work together? What I recommend and what I do personally is I submit a massive number of articles to easingarticles.com particularly, and then some articles to search warp articles.com on a at least a monthly basis uh, you know again up to 2000 articles per month um in when i was writing my own articles an average of 150 articles per month to the the top few article directories out there primarily easingarticles.com and then about once per month uh my strategy would be to submit one article to you know a list of 100 or 150 article directories when I first began, I submitted probably 30 or 40 articles to a list of around 100 article directories. And then over time, I've, I've kind of cut back, and probably the last time at this point that I've submitted to all of them was maybe 60 days ago. And again, my website is, has, has been up now um, for some time. So we're looking at, you know, when you get to the point where you've got you know, hundreds of inbound links and you have some longevity on your side, then I believe you can you can kind of cut back on continuing to submit articles to continue to get new in inbound links. But I think that if, if you were to put yourself on a schedule where once every 30 to 90 days you were to write one article that was just going to go out to a list of maybe 100 article directories, then that would probably be something that would be uh, very good for you in the uh, in the long run.